Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 10, 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 4, 3, 3 2, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Hello and good morning. Welcome to the pre-show. This half hour just for you guys up early with us. It is Thursday, July 22nd. Thank you for joining us and thank you for checking in. As always, 702-364-9400. Is our studio and text line. You can reach us there. Nelsie is checking in. So is Melissa and Francis, Marcus and Maria. We have Lance, Jim in Michigan, Buckeye Bob, Cujo, Jeremiah, Jan, Husker Bob, Raul. We have Carl checking in, Kim, Rick, Diana, and Sarah, Rudy also tweeting us at Mercedes in the AM. Martin is up this morning. So is Jennifer. We have Poppy, Michelle, Adriana, and it looks like Anna is also checking in this morning. So thank you for that. Oh, Mike just checked in too. Thank you. And good morning. How you doing? Not bad, not bad. How was your what's today? Today is Thursday. Uh, Thursday. How was your how was your Wednesday night? How's the week going? First week back after a two week break. How are you feeling right now? It's it's so far so good. You know, I kinda I kind of crammed um, a little more than I should have in that first week back with the transition and everything. Uh-huh. And it's okay. So I was kind of, I was kind of feeling a little overwhelmed here at the, at the midpoint of the week, but we'll get it. We'll get it uh, you handled, it. <laughs> you know, but other than that, my day was really good. Um, I had a doctor's appointment yesterday and went and did my annual, um, check up over at the doctors and that went well and then um just really humid out there i noticed that we were we went on our walk last night and it's like oh my gosh just rain already come on it's so thick <laughs> it's teasing us get there. it out of there yeah but it was really good how about you uh, it was it was a great day nice day yesterday just i think um just readjusting to getting back up at three o'clock the over vacation i still got up either four or four thirty because my wife was getting up that early to go do stuff with the horses so i was still waking up very early but yesterday was just a day where it just it just hit me. I was kind of dragging towards the end of the show yesterday and got out of here, did a couple things, and I had, had some time to take a nice little nap, and I did. I went about 30, 45 minutes. It was a long nap for me, and I woke up, and I, I was all turned around. I'm like, what, is it the weekend? What, what time of day is it? What day of the week is it? Do I have somewhere to be? I was just, I think I think it hit me yesterday, but after that nap and, and a good night's sleep last night, I, I feel refreshed for the second half of the week. Oh, that's good. Yeah, sometimes it just catches up with you, and you, you have to let yourself slow down i think we just we try to squeeze so much into one day and it's not it's not to our benefit most of the time yeah what's the rush (laughs) yeah exactly oh yeah we all we've all had those days i'm glad you're feeling better today yeah no it was was kind of it was it was weird but also kind of like entertaining at the same time waking up from the nap and being like okay 
Is it Saturday? Where's my wife? Oh, Laura's out of town. Because it's a, it's a weekday. But what day is it? Is it Thursday? Is it Friday? It literally took about a good 60 seconds to get everything processed. And then it all came back together. Oh, today's Wednesday. You're doing this this afternoon. This is what's going on. Get up nice and refreshed from your nap now. On the weekends, that's when I get a chance to nap. And I take I take naps. They're like two hours, my naps on the weekends. And I'll wake up and I will be so like out of it that when I wake up, I don't even know if I'm an adult or a child anymore. Part of me is like... <laughs> Wait, am I still a kid? Do I live at home? Uh-huh. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, no, I'm like a parent. Like, I don't even know what age I am when I wake up from those naps. That is how deep I sleep. When you wake up in the morning, is your is your mind just blank for a couple of seconds? Because that's how it is for me to wake up to in the morning. It might be maybe five seconds, two seconds, but it's just a blank slate. The alarm goes off. I'm like, I got to get up. And then everything kind of washes over me. What's going on in my life? What's coming up? So I have like five seconds of pure peace. Yeah, I think I think that th- that's how it is for me too. I just I wake up and just kind of putting myself together, and then that's when everything hits you, whether it's the good stuff or the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, I got to do this today. <laughs> or, oh yay, that is today. So yeah, I definitely definitely can relate to that. Uh, but yeah, outside of that, it was it was a nice day yesterday. Same thing. They're just feeling that humidity, the the rain. I'm, I, it, it's funny when I first came into town on Sunday, I was loving it. Then I wasn't liking it. Now I'm liking it right now for some reason. Yeah, it's. Uh, I just I just want it to rain. It feels very soupy to me out there. I'm like, oh my goodness. But hey, this is the benefit that we have most of the year of that dry heat. Now we have to suffer for a little bit of humidity during monsoon season. Yes, and as the weather saying, I think uh, next week is supposed to be really nice. So yeah. hang out with us a little bit longer, then we'll be in good hands next week. Yeah, so hang in there, guys. We've got a lot to come this morning. Make sure you stick around because we've got more Justin Bieber tickets to give away, more Backstreet Boy tickets to give away. And right now we're going to kick things off with the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear? You by Candlebox. Do you want to hear The Difference by The Wallflowers? Do you want to hear Turn Off the Light by Nelly Furtado? Those are your choices. Tweet us with your vote at Mercedes in the AM on Twitter. You can vote on our Facebook page or you can text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Well, this is fun. On the Tonight Show, the Jonas Brothers challenged the Hemsworths to an MMA fight. Here's how that sounded. You guys have a memoir coming up entitled Blood, obviously, because you're family. Uh, no, actually, that's not the, the reason. We're going to take a note out of all the YouTubers that 
Are you having these foxing matches? We're gonna have a right. big UFC match. It's gonna be us versus the Hemsworth brothers. And oh so my God. Oh no, don't do it. <laughs> hey, the Hemsworths haven't emailed us back yet, but I think it's gonna be big. That would be really big, would it not? I would watch, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and who would you bet on? And that, that was the that Hemsworths. Was the, yes. yes. Um, the big concert announcement. Check this out. The Rolling Stones are coming to Las Vegas. Allegiant Stadium on Saturday, November 6th. It's their new filter tour. Tickets go on sale Friday, July 30th, 10 a.m., but we will have your tickets all next week. So kind of a cool concert coming to town. Allegiant Stadium, no less. That's going to be huge. Yeah, it's going to be real big. So last month, it looked like Vin Diesel was reigniting his feud with The Rock when he said he needed to use tough love to get a good performance out of The Rock on the Fast and the Furious movies. Well, The Rock has responded. What did he think when he heard what Vin said? Well, The Rock says, I laughed and I laughed hard. I think everyone had a, had a laugh at that, and I'll leave it at that. He added, quote, I wish them the best of luck in the rest of the Fast and the Furious movies. That's, uh, there, that, there just seems to be a weird tension there, don't you think? Yeah, some weird energy between yeah. those two guys. Did you see that it was the latest one, F9? No, I didn't. Did they go to space, someone told me. I didn't see the movie, but someone said they were in space. Oh, jeez. I, <laughs> I missed it. A movie franchise jumps the shark when the, the cast ends with going to space for no re- reason. It's like yeah. Freddie and Jason in space. Was Maybe so they odd. got on a Jeff Bezos flight or something <laughs> That's like what that. it was, yeah. Did you play the game Mousetrap as a kid? Um, I I don't recall that game. What is it? Um, I, my buddies had it. We didn't have it in the house. There was a bunch of I remember there's a bunch of different things, and you tried to, I don't know, capture the mouse and get cheese. Oh, I don't know. No, I don't think I ever played that. Well, thanks to Fox, a new game show is in the works to bring the game board to life, and the obstacles will be oversized, and the challenges will require both mental and physical endurance, and each episode will end with a final round where the last two competitors have to work together to steal as much cheese as they can without getting, quote, captured by the iconic mouse. Oh, wow. Either we had it as a kid, but we didn't have all the pieces and parts, and my buddy had it, and I, and I didn't know how to play it. I just I, get, I vaguely remember it as a kid, though. Yeah, I just I don't recall that game at all. What's coming as a TV show? Uh, cool. <laughs> we'll have more dirt coming up in the seven o'clock hour. This is Duncan Lawrence. It's Arcade. It's Mix ninety four point one. It's Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1448. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is 6 o'clock. It is Thursday, July 22nd. We just played the anthem from Good Charlotte, just taking me back to 2002. Man, I love that song. There's just certain songs that will instantly transport you like a time machine. And that for me is one of them. I don't know. When I feel when I hear that, I'm just like, boom, it's 2002 again. I love that song. Yeah, it's crazy how music works that way. Just you forget everything and go back to that time in your life. And I think there's other songs from that time frame, too. Of two thousand. Gosh, 2002, almost 20 years ago that song came out. I know. That is that is very crazy if you think about that. I do this thing with time. So so now I'll put myself back into 2002, what I was doing in D.C., and I remember it vividly. So that song came out in 2002. So now I think of a song that came out 20 years prior. So I go back to it be like me in 2002 listening to a song from 1982. It oh, just doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, to me, there's, there's such a time difference between those two. I was looking, uh, I just looked up songs from 2002 just to put us in that, in that mindset. Mm-hmm. And you've got compliments.
Complicated from Avril Lavigne. You've got Without Me from Eminem, Lose Yourself from Eminem, uh, Hot in Here from Nelly, Hands Clean, Alanis Morissette, Work It, Missy Elliott. It's just like, oh, man. Yeah, I remember that. That's just how did tw- almost 20 years go by. And Atlantis, I mean, um, Avril Lavigne, she was a new artist. That was her first single. She was a brand new artist. Hey, there's a new artist. Avril Lavigne's her name. She likes to skateboard and stuff. And I remember meeting her. Uh, she had a concert in D.C. And we had, we had a big meet and greet with listeners. And her record rep said, uh, Avril doesn't want to be touched. Don't touch Avril Lavigne. Whatever you do, don't, don't touch her. She doesn't like to be touched. She advised all the listeners that won the meet and greet, don't touch her. Like, okay, well, I won't touch her. My gosh, she comes in. She's the nicest girl ever, and she puts her hand out. She's like, "Hey, guys!" She puts her hand out. I'm like, "What am I supposed to do? Your manager said not to touch you, and you put your hand out to shake hands." I shook it anyway. In the back of my mind, I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna get in trouble for this." Yeah, I, I think that's just kind of the general record label speak. Leave them alone to talk to them. Let's get you in and let's get you out. But the the sad thing is, is the artist probably had nothing to do with yeah, it. Yeah, she comes out. She, hey, guys, what's going on? I'm having yeah. nice to meet you. Hand out. I'm like, I was just instructed not to touch you whatsoever. <laughs> you didn't say that to her, did no, you? No, oh, no, okay. no, no. I shook, I shook her hand and we took some great pictures and stuff. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's one of those weird things. Music is so powerful. And so everything we're listening today in 20 years, just picture yourself going, oh, man. Man, do you remember listening to Dua Lipa? Oh, man, that was 20 years ago. Olivia Rodrigo, she was a new artist at the time. Look at her now. Yeah, I wonder what Olivia Rodrigo is going to be doing in 20 years. If she's still going to be singing, is she going to be huge? Is she going to be one of those names that we're like, oh, remember that girl? I think she'll still be big. Yeah, or transition to acting. Well, she wasn't, she wasn't actually. She's, was yeah, yeah. yeah, she was on a bunch of things. Uh, the Disney Channel, High School Musical, uh, the series. So, yeah, she's she's definitely been around for a little while, but she's only 18 years old then. So <laughs> she does not remember the anthem by Good Charlotte. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Well, we have a lot coming up on the show today, Thursday morning, Backstreet Boys. We've got your tickets. They've got a, a, a very Backstreet Christmas, a, a holiday show coming up. We've got your tickets to the 9 o'clock hour. Justin Bieber, T-Mobile Arena next year in February. We have those tickets for you in the 8 o'clock hour. It's Thursday, so we'll be doing That Was Awkward. We'll do that straight up at 8 o'clock. Also, the Apple HomePod Mini. Giving those away all week long. We have yours in about 15 minutes. It's yours when you win heads up. And up next is What's Trending. What do you got for us? Last night was the NHL expansion draft. Some of Seattle's big gets and when they play the VGK. Also, the change Venmo just made and how you can score a free taco today. That's coming up next in What's Trending. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and in just about five minutes, we've got Heads Up. When you play it and win it, you're going to get an Apple HomePod Mini. Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending on Mix 94.1? Okay, we've got the Seattle Kraken and Vegas Born trending this morning. So last night, the NHL's newest team, the Seattle Kraken, selected 30 players, one from each club, with the exception of our Vegas Golden Knights, and in the big expansion draft. Now, ultimately, Seattle picked 12 defensemen, 15 forwards, and three goaltenders. Each NHL team had certain players who were protected from the draft. And some of Seattle's picks include Yanni Gord from the Tampa Bay Lightning, Junis Donskoy from the Colorado Avalanche, and Mark Giordano from the Calgary Flames. The Kraken will kick off their inaugural season on the road against our very own Vegas Golden Knights on October 12th. Oh, that's that's going to be a fun game. Yeah, that'll be very cool. I, I have to say, I love their jerseys. Their sweaters 
are the coolest. The home and away. I was just looking at those. I'm like, man, those are some of the coolest <laughs> NHL jerseys I have ever seen. And then the cra- a Kraken is a sea monster. Do I have that right? I guess so. I... I, all I've heard in you know in my life is release the kraken, but does that refer to a movie or something? Because I, I I really had no idea. What's really? I've never heard release the kraken. How do you say? You is never, there Tony? No, is there Tony put on release it? Release the kraken. So it makes sense. If it's a sea monster, is it a sea movie? Release the release the sea monster. Oh, it's from Clash of the Titans, apparently. Oh, I did not know that. I just Googled it. <laughs> Google really helps if you, if you don't changer. know. Um, yeah, I've ne- I'd never heard of that before. So when they were named that, I knew it had to do with some sort of sea monster, but I was not really familiar with the, f- the phrasing where it came from. So it's just kind of weird. But, man, they have the coolest, coolest uniforms. And Vegas Golden Knights are no longer the new kids on the block. There's someone else to step in. We're now like seasoned veterans now. Like We've been around the block a couple years now. We know what we're doing. I want to know if the hatred for them is going to be there like it is for us. Where, oh, Vegas fans, they don't know hockey and blah, blah, blah. Like, are they, I, I feel like they're not going to be as mean to Seattle. I feel like everyone's actually being very nice to Seattle and they were all very mean to us. Seattle's not a hockey town. Do you, do you guys think that they'll be as successful? No. Their first season? No. No? No, I don't think so. I think they're going to stink their first season. It's hard to say right now. Like, um, it, I was reading a lot of articles last night on people comparing the their lineup to our uh-huh. first year, and they were saying it like it doesn't even compare. But from what I understand, they're, they still have like a $20 million salary cap. So the key is to wait and see who is going to be on that team on opening night, that's like this is probably not going to be the team right now. There's going to be some changes along the way. Yeah, I just think, and, and yeah, I remember having you know talking to Shane Knighty when the Golden Knights first came to town in that first season, just that miracle season. Him just telling us this is not the norm. This is not normally what happens when you get an expansion team. They're not this good. We don't, they normally don't make it to the playoffs, let alone the Stanley Cup. So I think I think Kraken is going to take a couple years. I think I think things are going to play out like they normally would. And it's going to be it's going to be a tough season for the Kraken. Let's the, uh, let's uh, isolate this audio gonna, yeah, and, say, and then uh-huh. we'll go back and we'll see how how we uh, fared because we have the audio from us when we t- talked about our, the Vegas Golden Knights and I think we're saying wouldn't that be crazy we went to the Stanley Cup the first year oh, oh my gosh oh. and, that w- and, and we did like maybe we're putting it out there so yeah the Kraken are gonna suck <laughs> we'll see um, also trending this morning is Simone Biles with just a few days to go before the Olympics uh, gymnast start competition in Tokyo uh, Simone Biles dominance is getting some social media recognition Twitter launched a new goat emoji for the 24-year-old Olympian yesterday. Goat meaning greatest of all time. Now, the tiny illustrated goat is wearing a red leotard with a gold medal around its neck. Now, uh, when you type in the hashtag Simone Biles, it will pop up. It's really cute. She's the first Olympian to receive a custom emoji from Twitter. It's going to populate automatically when you post messages with that hashtag, either Simone Biles or Simone, through the Olympic Games. And uh, they kick off Friday, continue through August 8th. She's also the first female ever to receive her own goat emoji following in the footsteps of male athletes like Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. This is a real cool thing and forgive my ignorance because I, I did punch it in when I first heard about it this morning and I'm like this doesn't look like Simone Biles what? because it's a goat. It is a goat, yeah. And her, and her leotard and everything. That's really cool. It's a cool thing. Yeah, try it. It's it's super cool. Um, also this morning Venmo is trending. So the PayPal owned app is finally getting rid of one of their controversial features. 
They have axed their global feed, which allows customers to see payments between other users, even if they had no connections in common. Venmo, which has more than 70 million users worldwide, had been under scrutiny for years over the global feed feature, as well as the fact that it publicly displays users' friends. Going forward, the app will still have a social feed that displays friends' transactions, but users will also be allowed to opt out and keep their transactions completely private, according to the company. I, I don't have it. My wife has it, and um, we used it this over the weekend to tip our service. Our AC went out, and the guy that came and fixed it, he was awesome. And I just my morning was turned around. I didn't have any cash on me to tip him. And my wife got home, and I'm like, do you have any cash? She's like, no. I'm like, oh, I'm going to run down to the bank. And she goes, wait, no, ask if, ask if he has Venmo. And so I did. I'm like, hey, dude, do you, do you have Venmo, and can we uh, Venmo you a tip? He's like, yeah, absolutely, and gave us his information. Just made it so much easier. I'm looking, and I, I still have the global feed. Like, I still have it, so I don't know when this is going into effect, or maybe I just need to update the app. But, yeah, I'm seeing people that I don't even know. Tom paid Thomas with the with the uh, message, get after it. It, show, it shows that stuff on yeah. Venmo? Riley paid Lindsay for Nike shorts. How much? Uh, doesn't say. Okay. That's, that, that's the thing. But it does say... Ashley paid Kate for Airbnb. Rafaela paid Beatrice for empanadas. Like, <laughs> I have, like, a whole feed of this stuff. You, I would spend hours scrolling through that, seeing what people are buying and what they're spending money on. And then I see, then I go to my friends, uh -huh. and it's all my nail lady. People who have paid my my nail lady, because I'll pay her through through Venmo. And it's like... Nails, thank you, thank you, heart, nails, and every single one is to hers. So you can see all these trans. Has yeah. there been a way to turn this off so you can see anybody's transactions? Yeah, and then when you make a transaction, mm -hmm. yours yours will show up if you let it. Like it'll say private, friends only, um, or something like that. I haven't used Venmo for a while, but yeah, it's it's weird. I still have the global feed, so I don't know when that's getting turned off. It's, it was convenient too. It's like it's it's just if if you're a service provider and you've got Venmo, it makes it uh, easy and convenient to to, to give you a tip, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, finally, this morning, Taco Bell is trending. They are offering everyone in America a free Flamin' Hot Doritos Locos Taco today. It's part of their NBA comebacks promotion during the NBA Finals, and thanks to the Milwaukee Bucks and their comeback win in Game Six of the NBA Finals. Now, anyone redeeming a free taco via the Taco Bell website app or in the restaurant will be able to enjoy a free Flamin' Hot Doritos Locos Taco all day today. Their free wall supplies last, and just earlier this week, Taco Bell announced that they were having some supply chain issues, so I would go there earlier in the day if you're trying to get this free taco as opposed to later in the day, and that is what's trending. Caller 20 right now, 702-364-9400. Your Caller 20 you're playing heads up, and you're going to like this prize. We have an Apple HomePod Mini to give away, courtesy of Warner Records. You can listen to Mix 94.1 play all your favorite artists like Anne-Marie and Niall Horan. You're also going to be qualified to win the grand prize of a three-pack of Apple HomePod Minis, so you can listen throughout your home. All you got to do is be color 20 right now. Pick your category, pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you will win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Robert, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Robert! Uh, let me see here. Hold on. Hold on. Um, don't hang up, Robert, if you're there. Yeah, don't hang up. Your buttons are pushed in, Mercedes. No, Robert. Oh, oh there we go. Oh, oh, there we Robert. go. 
Yes. You ready to do this? Pick a category. Yes. Do you want to go with Big Frank or Queen's Gambit? Uh. He's thinking it over. <laughs> Big Frank or Queen's Gambit? Hmm. Oh, boy. I think we I'll lost him again. Put on hold real again. fast. Yeah, see, oh, see if we... Oh, man. Uh, Maybe a backup contestant if Robert's not there. Yeah, oh, you lost, we just lost Robert. Our, okay, we got Next our caller. backup. This is why you want to make sure you call <laughs> JC. Good morning. Good morning. You just got in for heads up. We need you to pick a category. Do you want to go with Big Frank or Queen's Gambit? Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit. It is okay. International Chess Day is or what? Was Tuesday. Okay, mm. so these are all different chess pieces and chess phrases. Okay. 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 Who do you want to pick as your partner? Uh, Mercedes. Okay. All right, JC, you got 60 seconds on the clock. It's very simple. You get six correct, and you'll get the Apple HomePod Mini. Ladies, you start now. Okay. Um, she is married. The queen is married to the... Hello? 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 The queen is married to the what? You're a queen and... and uh. JC, can you hear Mercedes? Hello? 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 Hi, JC. A queen is married to what? Yes, very good. Okay, there's the the most of these are on the board. They're they're the the smallest ones. Oh boy, I feel like there's a we're having a translation issue here. Uh, I think so. About 20 seconds, you guys. uh, You got five to go. Okay. Uh, JC, these are the the most of these are on the board. Do you know what it is? No. Pass. Oh, okay, pass. Okay, this is when you win, you say this. When you win a game of chess, you say. Oh, I'm so sorry, JC. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a tough one. You know, sometimes, sometimes, um, we've had so many like perfect rounds of of heads up that once in a while you got to be thrown. You gotta be throwing. You do. It uh, makes you appreciate something it just to make you stay on your toes. So that didn't work out. I'm sorry to both of our contestants who tried today, but that means those of you who did not try, you're gonna win. One of you is uh, caller twenty right now. You're gonna get this Apple HomePod Mini just for being caller twenty. It's as easy as that. You don't have to go through all that. <laughs> we just did. Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Good luck. That's mine. Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning. It is 640. Congratulations to Heather, who ended up winning that Apple HomePod Mini with Heads Up. A little rough one on Heads Up this morning. I feel like we're having connection issues. I don't know. Maybe it's their phones. Maybe it's our phones. But It's the humidity causing yeah. issues here at it the radio station. It could be. It could very well be. <laughs> <laughs> is there such a thing? So I've heard of resting B-Face. In fact, I, I, I suffer from it at times where I'll just be kind of... Sitting at home or something, my wife will come home. She's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like nothing. She's like, "Oh, you look like something's wrong." I'm like no, <laughs> just sitting here. This is my resting bee face. But have you heard of resting bee voice? Before? No. What is that? I, I was reading about this last night. Is this is this a thing? And does anybody think they suffer from resting bee voice? Where just based on the way you speak, you sound. I don't know, like, I hate using the word B, but you sound like maybe angry or disgruntled or just like not a, like a happy person, just based on the tone of your voice. Has anyone ever been told they have a resting B voice? And if so, can you call us? Because I'm curious to see what it sounds like. I can't envision in my mind what a resting B voice sounds like. I know the resting B face, 
but a resting bee voice? What's that going to sound like? I, I've never heard of this term before, but just trying to think of people that I know, the, the first person that popped into my mind as having a resting bee voice was Kourtney Kardashian for some reason. Because she speaks so like, you guys, I know you want something from my Poosh website, and I'm talking about collagen today. It's just like the same. It's monotone. Um, But she has that vocal fry, too. So it's like, you guys, so today, and and, and that's what I picture in my mind, a resting bee voice to sound like. But then... The more I think about it, I actually have a friend, a girlfriend, and I don't know if she's up this early. I'm going to shoot her a text. She speaks like I can never tell if she's excited about something. She's just always the (laughs) same. And she could be so excited and be like, and she'd just say, I'm so excited about going to this concert. I'm so excited. And I'm just, I always think like, you don't sound excited. I make fun of her. I'm like, wow, you're excited. <laughs> Excitement is just permeating. And, and, and that's kind of the running joke is that when she sounds, ex- when she's excited about something, she does not sound excited. So, so she, maybe that, that would be a resting bee voice. She's monotone the entire time. You've, yeah. you've never, you never got a pop out of her. Do you There's tr- no emotion. You try to get her excited, but nothing works. Well, I don't really try. It's just who she is. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, but I always laugh because I, I tell her, I'm like, I never can tell if you're excited about something or not. Cause when she says she's excited, she does not sound excited about it. We've got some Courtney Kardashian audio. Here she is speaking. Take off my boot. Oh my god, my boot, not my foot. Do I look fat? Just like 20 pounds overweight. You're worthless. This is the land of your people. This is not the land. This is Glendale. Kim, there are people dying. Like, I, I don't know. That's, in my mind, a resting bee voice. But she did have a little inflection, so I don't know. Here's more of a straight talk from her, talking about co-parenting. We get along really well. I feel like we travel together with the kids. He definitely makes it clear that the kids are his priority, and he checks in with me every morning throughout the day just to make sure that I'm good. Okay, that, 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 that's where the bar is set. I like that. That's where the bar is set. So now I kind of have in my mind what a resting bee voice sounds like. Does anyone else? have any ideas on who else would have one and if so who is it or maybe maybe it's you maybe you have been told that you don't show much emotion maybe you feel like your voice just kind of stays the same whether you're excited happy sad uh, mad it just stays at one level who has that 702-364-9400 and then this is also a thing for guys too so who would be like who would be the resting b voice on a guy with celebrity. Do you have one? No, I'm trying to think of one. I'm, 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 I googled monotone celebrities. Eh, nothing's popping up here. Mm, let me think here. A monotone. I would say someone that we talked about earlier this morning in the Daily Dirt, Vin Diesel. What's it going to be? I feel like he's just the same the whole time. I'm really upset. Like, he just does not deviate. I've never heard an excited Vin Diesel. Can anyone think of a time where they heard Vin Diesel <laughs> go like, wow, this is fantastic. Like, no, it's, he's always just monotone. Seems angry all the time. Yeah. Not- or, or like mysterious. Mm-hmm. I hate to put the angry label on him. Because he could be really happy. But at the, like, if he has children, at the birth of his children, was he like... 
wow, this is very exciting. I'm a father. Or was he like, whoa, I just can't see him that way. Hey, guys, check it out. The new Fast and the Furious movie's out on Friday. Go see it. No. I'd be like, what is wrong with you? Oh, my goodness. But, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. We all express ourselves in different ways. I just never knew that was a term. Resting B-voice. Keep that in mind when you speak. Maybe, uh... Put a little oomph in it. A little energy in there. <laughs> we have so much still to come this morning, including your tickets to Justin Bieber. He was in town a couple weeks ago. He'll be back in February, and we've got your tickets in the 8 o'clock hour, 825 on those. And then up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? The Olympics. They start tomorrow. So what are the events that we're most and least likely to watch? Also, why you may want to stop hugging your dogs and the house that inspired a very popular game is on the market now. How it can be yours, we'll tell you coming up next in the Hot 3. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 94.1 Mercedes in the morning. Olivia Rodrigo is crushing the charts. Good for you is number two. And then eight of the 11 songs off her album Sour are on the Billboard Hot 100 charts. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. The Summer Olympics are finally here with the opening ceremonies tomorrow and a new poll says just 37% of people say they're very or somewhat interested in the Olympics this year. Everyone else said they're either not very interested or they just don't care at all. People who do like the Olympics, though, were asked to name the events that they're most excited for. And here are the five events we are most likely to watch. Number one was swimming. 43% of people put it in their top five. Artistic gymnasts. 
gymnastics was 39%. Those are the more athletic ones, like the balance beam and the vault. Rhythmic gymnastics are less popular. That's the one where they dance with like the ribbon. Stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, diving is number three on the list. Beach volleyball and basketball round out the top five. Now, the poll also looked at the events we do not care about. And the ones we're least likely to watch include handball, water polo, field hockey, judo, and ping pong. It's equestrian for our house. Um, my wife, she's, she rides horses. She's got two horses, and she was geeking out. We're in Wyoming when the news came that Jessica Springsteen made the Olympic team, and Jessica Springsteen is the daughter of Bruce Springsteen. So that was a big, in the horse world, that was big news that she made the, the Olympic team about two weeks ago. So my wife is, she already said, on a, we've got YouTube TV, and you can pick the, the sporting events you want to record. And she already went through and recorded all the all the question events are already set to record on our, on our DVR. Oh, nice. So you guys are very excited she, about it. Yeah, with the question stuff, she's gung-ho for this. She's watching interviews the other night. She's just uh, counting down to the question in the Olympics. <laughs> also this morning, you may be upsetting your dog and not even know it to humans giving a dog a hug is a sign of affection and love we love holding our pets and showing them how much we care about them however for a dog a hug can be seen as a sign of dominance and could make your dog feel uncomfortable now don't take this the wrong way the dog doesn't mean that the dogs hate being hugged but some dogs really do dislike it they feel like you are trying to control them and trying to be dominant over them so uh this new study says you may want to lay off on the hugs just a little bit yeah i must cough there jacks when i come home from work jacks comes running up he's at the door waiting for me i love it i i get down on my knees He, he gives me a hug but I'm that parent that tends to hold the hug a little bit too long because it's legitimately like a hug. He is hugging me. Paul's on my shoulders. My arms are wrapped up around him. Maybe lasts about 10 seconds. I want to hold it longer. And he starts pushing off like, enough. Yeah. This is enough. Okay. I've hugged you long enough. I got to go now. <laughs> you guys, uh, you, you say your hellos and then you move on. Yeah, I got things to do, Dad. Let me go. Uh, finally, this morning, if you'd enjoy spending your days endlessly riffing on clue scenarios like, was it my mother-in-law in the living room with the with the candlestick, then you should know about this. The British house where the board game Clue was developed is on the market, and you might be able to snag it for only $1.4 million. There's a listing online, and the house does look neat, but the floor plan isn't anything like Clue. The kitchen doesn't have that black and white checker floor. There's Uh. no billiard room. There's no ballroom. There's no library. In fact, it isn't even a gigantic mansion. It's 3,000 square feet. And it has four bedrooms and two luxury bathrooms. There is a garden. There is a terrace and a secret passageway that leads to a bar, which is cool. The property, though, was once a group of seven cottages, and it served as a hotel for celebrities and other rich people. That's what it was when the game was created. But the buildings have since been turned into separate private residences. In the listing, though, the current owners do say the house is great for entertaining and hosting clue parties. Um... There's a there. We can post the listing if you want to see it. There are 20 photos and then a little write up on it. But I don't know if you looked at it. It looks pretty cool. It 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 looks bigger in my opinion to than 3,000 square feet. Just judging. I mean, it's just so quirky. I don't know. Did you look at it? I'm pulling up right now too. You said there is no library. That's the one they would want. If I got the clue house, I want the library. Yeah. No. There's no library. The rooms are kind of small. They have a very beautiful um, herringbone 
flooring in what looks like an office, which I really enjoy. Oh, and in the kitchen. Look at that. Mm. Um, so it it does look old timey, though. They need to update their cabinetry <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> we need a remodel. New here. cabinets, new cabinets. Coming up this morning, 8 o'clock. It's Thursday. So we have That Was Awkward at 8 a.m. And then after at around 825, your tickets to Justin Bieber. Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning, 7 o'clock. I felt so bad about something I did yesterday. I had my doctor's appointment. It was my annual girl appointment, you know, where you do the whole lay in the stirrups kind of thing. And so I, you know, go once a year, just do the do the thing. And I love my OBGYN. He is so nice. He's he's delivered both of my kids. Um, my husband loves him, has a man crush on him. And so I really actually... I, I think I'm one of the few people that looks forward to going to see the OBGYN. It's crazy. You're getting caught up with him. How's his family? How's your family? Yes. Oh, oh, my gosh. Totally. So here, my question, though, I felt so bad about this. Okay. So when you go to the doctor, no matter what kind of doctor it is, is there in your mind a set amount of time that you think you're allotted to spend with them, with your questions, the exam, all of that in your mind how how long should that interaction last from start to finish with the doctor um well i don't go to the doctor as often i like i don't do my regular appointments i need to i need, I need to be better at that so i'm thinking like i, I went to the dentist last month and it's, it's been a couple of years and i'm very friendly with my dentist i know him for a long time so there was um there was a catch-up time like what's new and he's a dallas cowboys fan so we spent probably about i would say about 10 minutes catching up but then once he got into doing things he, I was out of there within 45 minutes, so I'm going to say 30 to 45 minutes, maybe. Maybe an hour, an hour max for your appointment. Wait, wait, no. Okay, I'm not talking about the appointment start to finish. I'm talking about specific face-to-face time with the dentist, because part of that is with the hygienist yeah. and all okay. that. Your, your one-on-one time with the dentist or the doctor, because... When I get there, you know, I see the nurse first and she weighs me and she does mm-hmm. my blood pressure and she does that. And then I go into the way into the, my room and I sit there and I wait for him. So the second he walks in the door to the second he leaves, that's what I'm talking about. Because then she comes back in. You good? Here's your paperwork. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to say 20 minutes. 15, 20 minutes. 15, yeah, because for me, it was I was pr- probably 10 minutes of catching up. Okay. And then he got into things and he was pretty efficient. So 20 minutes, you tell me what I need to get done, that this is the issue, this looks good, let's make an appointment and get it done. Like, okay. All right, see you, doc. What do you what do you um what do you guys think? Like how much time should you get with that doctor and how much do you actually take? 702-364-9400. And if you're a doctor, you 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 have to in your mind a lot a certain amount of time for each patient. What is that time? Does it differ um, on the patient? Because I got there and then he saw me walk into the room and he's like, "Oh, the party's here!" And I was like, "Hey!" <laughs> and so I go in there and um, I I in my mind it should be like fifteen minutes. We were in there for probably a little over a half hour, and you know we were same as you. We were catching up. And then I had a bunch of questions, like health-related stuff. I'm like asking him about, you know, vitamin supplements that I take, and if you know there there are any harmful side effects to this, and and what I can do for this, and and you know, just general questions. And we, by the time we were done, it was over a half hour, and I I thought no big deal. Like he's he's not making me feel rushed. He's answering everything. So I finish up. I walk out of the room, and I start walking by the other rooms, and. A, cu- a couple of them have doors open. I see people sitting in there. I'm like, oh, my gosh. 
I didn't know there were people waiting. And then I walk out to the lobby. I was literally the first appointment of the afternoon. So I was the first person there. There was no one in there. I walk out to the lobby. It is packed. I was like, oh my gosh, I was taking up all of his time. I felt so bad. He never made me feel like that at all. He was just answering all my questions. But then I felt like, oh, that was so selfish of me. All these people are sitting here probably going like, what's going on? Why is this taking forever? It's because Mercedes is asking all these questions. Were you naked the entire time? No, I was I was naked <laughs> zero of the time, except for that, you know, 60 seconds where he checks things in there and, and that. I, but I was wearing that ugly robe. But so so he, you walk in, you get changed and everything. We, you mentioned yesterday you hide the panties and everything. You mm-hmm. come in, and so now you're presented for your exam. He does the exam, and is he, then does he say, get dressed, and that's when you guys start talking, or are you talking with your robe on the entire time? I'm talking with my robe on the All entire right. time. Yeah, the robe on, and then when he says, do you have any other questions? And I was like, no, I'm good. And so then he calls the nurse in, because mm. the nurse has to be there when you do the you know let me just scrape scrape look okay yeah good and then she leaves and he's like okay you good and i was like oh yeah no. i just felt so bad we just got a text here it says most insurances only allow the doctor to spend eight minutes per patient what this varies according to insurances eight minutes oh my gosh that's i was like I was at least four patients then. Now I feel really bad. I had no idea. That's not, how can you get anything accomplished in eight minutes? I had no idea that's how insurance works. I didn't realize they give you a lot of time for each patient. I thought the doctor came in and if he needs five minutes, he needs five minutes. If he's in there for an hour because something else serious is going on, it's going to take a while to explain. I didn't realize they do it by a per minute thing. That seems like a lot of, lot of pressure on a doctor to get in there and get things done within eight minutes. What if there's something wrong? We're like you. You, you had legitimate questions. Don't feel guilty for holding them. I mean, that's his job. You had legitimate questions. So it's not like, you know, maybe 10 minutes was family time and talking about it, but you have legitimate questions. He's only supposed to stay in there for eight minutes. That doesn't seem like that's not enough time in my mind. Honestly, I didn't feel bad about take, asking him all these questions. I felt bad about the people that were waiting <laughs> because of me. I, it, they just started piling up. And I, I really think it was all my fault. And I walked by this one room and I could tell it was a couple. And they were there for like the baby visit. And the dude looked at me like, so you're the person in there. And the walls are thin. So I'm sure they heard the conversation <laughs> about what we were talking about. I had a dermatologist years ago whose walls were paper thin. And it'd just be so awkward because you'd hear him coming down the hallway and he'd go into the room next to me and start talking to it was an older guy just based on his voice. Got some rash on his knee and something. Oh, jeez. And, and I'm thinking, man, who's in the room next to me? Because he finished the old man. He's like, all right, Frank, I'll see you next month. All right, Tommy, later. He leaves and he comes in. I'm thinking, okay, who's next to me? And who's listening to my conversation? That's, that, I, I was playing the conversation back in my mind. Like, okay, did we talk about anything really weird or personal? <laughs> I don't think so. But, gosh, at one point, things got a little like uh you know, sex related. And I was like, oh boy. <laughs> I hope they didn't hear that part. <laughs> Coming up here, we have the dirt. Is Kanye dropping a Kim Kardashian diss track? Details in just about 10 minutes. Machine Gun Kelly, Mix 94.1. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Kanye West is hosting a listening party for his new album, Donda, in Atlanta. It's happening today at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So the album is named after his mother, Donda West, who died in 2007 at the age of 58. 
The album comes out tomorrow is the release date, and Kanye does not slam his ex-wife Kim Kardashian on the album. There were rumors that Kanye referred to his, his former home with Kim as, as a prison and accused her of taking everything in one song, but sources say Kanye doesn't say anything negative about Kim on the new album. Oh, uh, well, that's good. I mean, she is the mother of his children. That would be very awkward. You want, Yeah, I want to keep things uh, you know peaceful if possible. Sex in the City was known for its fashion, and it looks like the revival of the show won't be any different. Producers say the ladies will still maintain their signature looks. And here's a look at some of the fashion Easter eggs we'll get to see. Tell me if you remember these fashion looks and moments from the earlier seasons, the earlier run. It ran from 98 to 2004. Will be in a vintage pair of Milano Blahniks. Manolo Blahniks? Oh, yes. <laughs> Milano. <laughs> are those the red shoes with the white bottoms? No, those red? are Christian Louboutins. Yeah, Manolo Blahniks, they, like, they, they they just have all sorts of cute little... She's just got the most expensive shoe collection, which, in my mind, she should be making millions and millions of dollars for oh, just all her clothes in general. But apparently, I mean, she she's getting paid well for... For her wardrobe, Wait, wasn't she? Yeah, wasn't she like a struggling, just sex advice writer, I a columnist so. in, in the first go around? Well, what about her Fendi bag that was carried during a mugging in season three? Apparently, that bag is coming back. I don't know she got the bag back after <laughs> that the mugging. That specific bag, it's vintage now. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and then she's also wearing the black studded streets ahead belt that we first saw in the opening scenes of the Sex in the City movie. So bringing back some of her fashion. Mm. And there's no release date on the new season. But what is being released tomorrow is Ted Lasso, season two. First episode is out tomorrow. I am so excited about that. I, I'm, it's been on my calendar on my phone for, <laughs> for months, and oh, I just that show is so good. Yeah, I'm excited about that did one, Did you too. guys watch Sex Life yeah, last night? I did. I did. I was about to bring that up. Steph, did you watch uh, any of it last night? I showed my husband James the infamous scene we were talking about yesterday. Yeah. And his jaw dropped. <laughs> My husband had to take my daughter to the orthodontist yesterday, and the ladies at the orthodontist were talking to him about it. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm you, so embarrassed. Did you watch any of it? Because I, I went and I started episode one, and I started watching it. My wife is out of town, so it's just me watching it last night. It's It gives to me that Desperate Housewives, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey vibe to the whole thing. What'd you think? I, thumbs I up was, or I, thumbs down? I, I'm not going to finish it. To me, it was, a, it was a little cheesy, but I, I, I do appreciate you introducing me to the show. So I, now I got a feel for the show. Well, I would I would say to give it a couple more episodes, because yes, while it is cheesy, it gets better. You can't. I wouldn't base it off of just okay. the first episode. But I mean, if you're too busy too, that's, yeah, I totally get it. The husband was annoying me. The husband was just straight up annoying me. His yeah. actions in that first episode, I'm like, come on, dude. Get it together, man. Oh, well, his actions tr- change drastically throughout the Oh, do they? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. It, it was funny because I watched it here. Episode three. Was it 19 minutes and 30 seconds into episode three is where she yes. queued it up? Yes. That's it. That's the seat. I watched it on my, on my computer, on my laptop here at the radio station yesterday, live on the air. And then when I went home last night to watch the show... It's funny, like, resume viewing on Netflix on the app, on my Apple TV, was queued up to episode three, that exact moment again. Like, oh, no. my goodness. <laughs> I got to start back on episode one. Hey, Steph, have you watched any of these Ariana Grande videos that she's doing, these live videos that she's doing? Uh, 
I'm a fake fan of Ari. I have not watched any of them yet until I put the audio in and I saw that clip that you sent me this morning. Yeah, Ariana Grande has shared a live performance video of her song Off the Table featuring The Weeknd. And the performance is part of a collection of videos that she has made with Vivo built around songs from her latest album, Positions. Here is what that one sounds like. I like the two of them together. They sound great. Yeah, I like it. Sounds good. Uh, last one here. BuzzFeed has put together a list of surprisingly tall celebrities. Ben Affleck, he's six foot four. I didn't realize he was so tall. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that either. I always knew he was tall compared to Matt Damon, but I didn't know he's six four tall. And then Sean Mendez is six foot two. Jojo Siwa, five foot nine. Post Malone, six foot two. Adele is five foot nine. Adele's got a new man. She's dating LeBron James's agent. I am really surprised that Adele and Jojo Siwa are, are both 5'9". I'm 5'9". And I always pictured those two being shorter than me. I, it's so weird to picture Adele being my height. I, I feel like she's sm- small. Have you met Adele before? No, I have never met her. Taylor Swift, 5'11". You ever stand next to Taylor Swift? No, nope, never met her. But I, I picture her being tall, though. Yeah, she has that tall look. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson is 6'5". Brad Garrett, we've met Brad before. And he's Brad Garrett's six foot eight. He's huge. He's very, very <laughs> tall. tall. And then, by the way, we missed it last month. June twenty first was National Tall Person Day. Happened last month. We missed it. Well, none of us are overly tall, so we don't. Uh, celebrate. Today, I don't celebrate. It. I do not celebrate it. Coming up one hour from right now, Justin Bieber will be here in February. You're going to be there. We got your tickets when you win. Heads up. It's Mercedes in the morning, 7.30, Thursday morning. I'm intrigued. I have not heard about this before, but JC says he has a song that will predict our death. No, 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 no. no. It's how you you died in your past life. Oh, okay. I I thought that this was saying how you're going to die in the future. I was like, oh, okay, wow, this will be interesting. (laughs) First off, do you believe that you've lived a past life? I do. I do believe in that stuff. I feel very um, close to certain things. Like there's certain things I can watch or read about that I feel a connection to. And I feel like it's because... I lived during that time. Do and what do you what are they, what are you connected to? What, do you, what are some of the things you pick up I, on? I feel like I was part of not royalty, but like I feel like I was like a handmaid or um, a friend of someone who was in royalty, uh, like in in Europe. At, at some point, I feel very connected to that. Like, it wasn't me that was the royal one, but I was connected to them in some way. So when I watch shows like Bridgerton or, um, you know, any of those kind of old timey shows, I feel a connection. Like, I I felt like I was there at some point. That's a trip. I, I, I believe in this stuff, too. And, and for me, it's I, I, this weird connection to Vietnam. I feel like, I don't know, like I was in Vietnam but I didn't see that, that. I didn't see like direct action. I feel like I was maybe like a mechanic on a helicopter or something. I was over there. I wasn't seeing a lot of action, but I was there like doing something. It's a weird connection. And and my mom tells me that I was a kid. I always had this odd fantasy about 
Vietnam and military clothing and stuff. So I think that was some kind of weird connection. Well, I saw this yesterday. A radio friend of ours posted this. And it's a song I'm going to play. And the song has all kinds of weird sayings and noises. But they say that when, when you get 10 seconds into the song, once we get 10 seconds into the song, the stuff that you hear in your mind, what you hear, jot it down. Because apparently that's how you died in a past life. And so our radio friend posted this, and I tried doing more research on this to see what the story was behind this. Apparently, the song comes from Bangladesh, and it was a TikTok thing. It was big on TikTok last year. At some point, a lot of people were doing this. And then I was reading what some pe- other people have posted about the song, and I'll just give you an example. One person that jotted down the things they heard, they heard the word poison. They heard the word fake love. They heard the words killing me, and they jotted all this stuff down. And then in their mind, the conclusion that they came to, heavy stuff and kind of dark, but they think that they were... They think that they poisoned themselves over fake love. Very traumatic, but they try to put the pieces of the puzzle together here. Okay, wow. This is kind of deep. It's, okay. Yeah, it's going to be dark and heavy, so I'm going to play the song. They say 10 seconds in, just start making notes of stuff you hear. I'll kind of give you a, a little cue when we get to the 10-second point. But again, it's a weird song. 10 seconds in, just kind of jot down the stuff you hear, and we'll start it now. Jot down the things that you heard in that song. According to that song, I was killed by a doorbell. All I heard is ding dong. You heard ding dong? You hear any words or ding anything? Ding dong. That's all I heard. Okay, so I wrote down the stuff that I heard. I heard, and I listened to it for the first time. I didn't listen to it when I heard this, um, when a radio friend posted this, but I heard, I heard shoulder over and over. I heard don't die, don't die. And then I started hearing the words cry, fire, thunder, thunder, Harlem. Where did you hear the? Were we listening to the same thing? You hear? You supposedly like look here. What, what are you picking up on the song? What, what are the vibes you're picking up on the song? What was it sound like they're saying? What are you hearing? That's all I heard was the person saying "ding dong." Maybe there's someone at your house. There was someone at the door that that uh, you opened the door and that but, was the end. But I literally heard none of these phrases that you're talking about. Like, where did you hear that, Steph? Did, what did you pick on? Did you write stuff down, Steph? I did write stuff down. The only thing that I caught was water. I'm wondering if it's related to drowning. And Mercedes, when I heard water, it wasn't until about 20 seconds in when the breakdown started happening, like, vroom, then it water, and then vroom, water again. So I'm wondering if you we want to replay it or you hear those different words when you hear that type of breakdown. Uh, yeah, I, I literally heard nothing aside from the person. I Maybe I wasn't listening. Subliminal, you didn't hear anything? Didn't you pick no, up on anything? No, no. Maybe it's just me, though. Maybe I need to take another listen to it. I'll play it again here. Yeah, anyone else? What did you hear? What did you hear? And then what do you think it's for me? Shoulder, don't die, don't die. Cry, fire, thunder, thunder. Lightning struck your house and, and your house went on fire? Is it fire? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And then I'm saying don't die or I, I shot in the shoulder. Something had my shoulder. Someone shouting me, don't die, don't die. I don't know. It's intense. I'll do it again. You ready? Okay, yeah.
right, here we go. Like subliminal words no. or something. You, you hear an instrumental, you put a word to it or something, not picking up on anything? No. Can you guys tell me like where the spots are that you hear all these phrases? Because I'm literally not hearing any of this. Let me go back to it. So I, like I, when you hear it, say, like I just heard okay. whatever, because I, like, I feel like this is a joke. You guys are making, you're, you're pretending, no, right? No, like uh, other things that people heard was uh, this one person posted, they heard walking, alone, the word Harlem, pull my hair, let me go. Cut my hair. What? So this person's, what their conclusion was, my guess is I was walking alone in Harlem and someone grabbed me and then killed me, then cut my hair. Pretty intense. I, 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 okay, like play it again, but like say this is where I heard whatever phrases okay. you guys are hearing I'm because I, I'm really confused. I'm really confused. Did you pick up anything else, Steph, when you did it? I did. I picked up something else. I put in the center so I'm wondering, in the center of the water, drowning, maybe in the middle of oh, the ocean. Death, yeah. I don't like ocean water either, so I don't go into the beach. <laughs> and Mercedes, I'll help you too. Like right here, I'll tell you where. Okay, okay yeah, we're, okay. Let's start. Starts now. Don't die. I'm hearing thunder, thunder right there is what I'm hearing. I'm hearing water, and then when they do it again, boom, on the center. Okay, let me back it up. You're not hearing anything? You're not picking any words from it? Well, I mean, I, I hear that when you said don't die, I mean, I didn't hear it as that. I heard it as like, da-die, like that they were just singing. But, I mean, if you say the words, then I guess I could kind of hear where you would hear that. But, I yeah, I didn't hear that. Okay, go back. <laughs> Oh, my head? Oh, that's what I heard. No, yeah. Oh, so, my head. So we're getting stuff out of you. You're... Well, it's, yeah, like, but it's, it's like stretching. But I guess I did hear, oh, my head just then. I, I'm getting tagged. People are saying they have got to be pulling your leg. I got nothing from this odd song. <laughs> no, I, now I kind of, I, 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 now that you kind of went through it and said the things, now I hear what you're hearing. But I, those things didn't jump out to me. Um, text, I also don't hear anything. Sounds like da-da-da-dun-dun. Uh, this one says, I've seen this on TikTok for months. I still can't make out the words. Same with Mercedes. I didn't hear anything either. I heard something about hair. Um, a lot of people are not hearing not it. But I, th- I think when you guys kind of go through it and say, I can hear what 
why you guys heard the things, but those things didn't jump out to me. It's really weird. That's interesting. Yeah, and I was uh, I was watching on YouTube. We're reading, sorry, reading the comments on YouTube, and the stuff that people are picking up on. The oh, words that's weird. They were writing down. It's like wow, kind of intense. But yeah, according to this, uh, was on TikTok. The song from Bangladesh. If you pick up on words, they're saying that's how you died in your past life. Um, someone just said thunder on the water. I got. I didn't hear that either. Well, maybe I'm just listening to the melody too much and I'm not focusing well, on the words. It's a good song. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> I thought it was kind of a trip. And That's Steph, funny. Steph, your stuff was tripping me out. You don't like water and you're picking up water, center of it? Uh-huh. And I don't. I went to San Diego recently, went to the beach. I don't go in the water. I've been also caught by a wave before when I was younger, so maybe that's just oh. me in my past. Mm-hmm. In, in this life where I'm like, eh, no water for me. That's so funny because you love San Diego, but you just don't love the water. Yeah. I don't like being by it. Right. I love being in the sand. I don't like ocean water, but I do love the pool. I will dive in the pool any day. All right. Coming up next is the hot three. What do you got for us? All right. Well, Americans are admitting to judging people for doing this. We'll tell you what it is. Also, one of the biggest mistakes that people are making when they send a text and a nurse Goes to a gas station and gives birth. Thing is, she had no idea she was pregnant. How does how does this happen? We hear about these stories all the time, but we're going to talk about it coming up next in the Hot 3. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, about 10 minutes away from some very awkward radio when we do That Was Awkward. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. According to a new study, 72% of people worry that other shoppers or store employees will judge their purchases. Meanwhile, 67% of people admit that they're also judgmental of other shoppers. Do you do you make judgments of people based on what's in their shopping cart? I, I don't, but I don't I don't look though. Like if I bump into a friend, I don't look into their cart when we're shopping. Maybe that means I would be judgmental because I'm not looking, but I, I don't look down to see what they're getting or what's in there. 
I um I, I just with strangers. I don't really mm, run okay. into people uh, much, but when I see strangers and look in their car carts, I hate using the word judge because I'm not like oh, but I do feel like it's a great indicator of the person just based on what they have. Like I could look in someone's shopping cart and just I I think I could get a good feel for who that person is based on what they have in there. I'm not judging positively or negatively. It just to me exhibits personality traits. And lifestyle. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. So if they have a bunch of like alcohol, they're looking to maybe party over the weekend, or if they have a bunch of, I don't know, cereal or junk food or something, or they live a junk food lifestyle, like what what do you, what, do you, what kind of characters do you give them based on what's in their cart? Well, I like, I could tell if they have kids just mm. based on like quantity of stuff. <laughs> I can tell if maybe they're a more, if they're a busy person, do they have like a lot of prepackaged stuff that they, you know, need to make on the go because they don't have time to do that? Uh, is this person a good cook? They have a lot of fresh ingredients that you can tell they're going to make something great out of it. It's it's stuff like that more. Uh, are they having a party? Yes, there's a lot of alcohol. They're, they're having a party this weekend there's something going on 89 percent of americans say they're willing to pay extra for personal hygiene products online all in order to avoid the embarrassment of buying it in a store that seems a little far i mean we're all human right we all need personal hygiene products 51 percent of people say they're embarrassed about purchasing in-store Items like laxatives, adult underwear, things like that. And 75% say they are so worried about being judged by a cashier that they will just grab random items to throw them off. I do like when the cashier asks me for my review on a product. They, they might be rigging up something. They, they ring it up. They hold it up. They look at it. Maybe it's kombucha or something. Look at it. Oh, this is a new flavor. Have you tried it? I have tried it. It's very good. You should try it as well. I think I might get it today. Cool. I like when they ask me for my review on something they're ringing up. Yeah, that the, you don't mind the small talk? No, no. With the cashier, I, I, I enjoy the small talk. How's your day going? Or um, it was just either last weekend or two weekends ago, I, I bought some vodka. And the cashier said at Albertsons, someone's having some fun tonight. I'm like, yes, I am. It was right when we got back from Wyoming. I'm like, we just got back into town. We're in Wyoming for a week and going to have a nice little dinner tonight with a couple cocktails. I'm like, oh, good. Have fun. I like I like the conversation to a point. I don't like when it's comment on every single thing. It's like, okay, yes, just, I just want to pay. <laughs> Let me go. Uh, also this morning, one of the biggest mistakes that people make when they send a text is using a period. Yes, it is a proper way to end a sentence, but that dot may make you seem insincere. That's what researchers at Binghamton University found when they showed people the same text with and without a period. The responses that ended with a period were rated as less sincere than those with no punctuation. Oh, so leave it off instead of adding it. Yeah, Just do not put a period. Oh. I, I agree. It seems kind of harsh sometimes. I'll, I'll return a text and I'll end it with a period and I'll look at it and it just looks like so flat and kind of cold. Mm-hmm. So I'll take off the period. I'll either put no punctuation or I'll put an exclamation point. I'm the queen of the exclamation point. Hi! Instead of hi. I just, I feel like there's... There's a certain tone with that. So I always put, I, I put too many exclamation points, I think. I do. I'm the same way. I'm, I'm an exc- exclamation pointer as, I'm, I'm as well. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't like leaving no punctuation. I like putting something there, but I do feel like the period kind of just, I guess, yeah, at the end of the day, it's just like, you, you, you want to hang out tonight? Sure. Period. 
versus sure. sure yeah i'm excited about doing this can you help me out here yeah i can do it whatever you need i'm here for you yeah um finally this morning a 22 year old texas woman made a pit stop on the way home from a trip and she ended up having her baby in a gas station bathroom her name is caitlin fullerton she was inside the pilot gas station bathroom and she realized that Things may take a little longer because she started giving birth right there. And it was the surprise of a lifetime because she had no idea that she was a full nine months pregnant. The 22-year-old says she was standing up the whole time and explained that she felt the head. And then he just came right out and she grabbed him. She says she was shocked. But imagine how her husband felt when a woman walked up to him and said, hey, your wife just gave birth. He rushed to his wife, blown away that she had delivered their new son alone in a few short minutes that she was in the bathroom. Luckily, the birth went quickly and easy for her as her instincts kicked in and her training as a nurse helped, too. The couple has named their newborn son Callahan. He weighed in at a healthy seven pounds and three ounces. And after getting checked out at the hospital, both mom and baby were given a clean bill of health. Sergio even shared the incredible birth story on Facebook, praising his wife's amazing strength, and he's given her the nickname Superwoman. Even the gas station folks are impressed. They, uh, The pilot gas station headquarters, they gave the family a welcome gift basket and a free year of gas and coffee. Two things those new parents are going to need, for sure. Okay, remove the obvious weight gain and, and everything else that comes to you. You have a baby inside of you. You've had two beautiful daughters. Aren't you feeling stuff going on inside you over those nine months? How could you not know you're with child? That blows my mind when I hear these stories. I, I'm wondering if, one, her weight gain was not substantial. And two, some of those sensations you feel, mm-hmm. they could be due to, like, um, you know, gas. Or sometimes you just feel like a jumbling. Or See, I, I think I would notice it, but... I guess you feel like a fluttery feeling and sometimes you might think like, oh, why am I feeling nervous? Or uh, I could see that. But a full on nine month kid, you didn't notice you didn't notice you put on any weight at all. That's what I don't understand. All right. Here it is Thursday. So coming up here in the eight o'clock hour, lots going on, including those tickets for you to go see Justin Bieber. That's happening at 825 when you win. Heads up. And then up next. Awkward. You ready for it? Time to get awkward. Back from vacation. We've had a couple of weeks off. And now it's time to get back into it. We're going to play the game. That was awkward. Two of us are going to have to say something awkward. And one of us will have to do something awkward. Who's it going to be? We'll find out. Coming up next, it's Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1, it is time awkward. for That Was Awkward. If you're near your phone or your streaming device, we are live right now on our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning. I'm trying to get stuff together. Don't have the cards ready, but if you don't know, the game you can buy on Amazon. It's really fun. We played a little differently than it's supposed to be played. We've got five cards that are say this. We've got five cards that are do this. And we all kind of pick from a predetermined stack that we just got here. So what are we all picking from today? Okay, opening my paper. Oh, I got to say this. I got to do this. Well, that means I am say this as well. Oh, hey. I got to do this last time, too. Darn it. Okay. Don't we have a rule? It's You can't get it again, right? Ah, oh, that's it, all right. We'll figure right, it out. We got two weeks off, right. you know. It's a, yeah, the the gods want who got what to get whatever. So, well, we'll start with say this. All right. Who wants to go first, guys? Steph. I'll go first. Okay. 
one through five. Which one do you want to go with? Uh, I'll have you choose today. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, you know what? I didn't have a chance to go through the cards, so this could be dangerous. Let, let's see. Um, I'm going to pick number five for you, okay? Okay. So one, two, three, four, five. Do your best impersonation of the person to your right. Does this mean if I'm facing in, I, it would be JC? <laughs> okay. Do the best impersonation of the person to your right. Let me think. Let me think. Uh, all right. Uh, you know, it's very carte blanche of you to say that, Mercedes. You could do whatever you want. And, uh, oh, I was on rocking on to, to the boss, Bruce Springsteen, on the way to work. And, oh, man, yeah, I love my Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> On point. <laughs> I would give it a six out of ten. Excellent. I'd say that was a very respect- respectable impersonation. That was good. All right. That was good. Some Springsteen. You should have worked in a haircut. I should have worked uh, in a haircut, and I should have worked in Jaxi. And, uh, and your wife's horses. And my wife's there horses, too. Done. That is my life. Noted for next time. <laughs> very good. good job, very good. Steph. All right, JC, you're next. One through four. Which do you want? Uh, go ahead and pick for Mercedes. Okay, I'll pick four since we're doing the end of the pile here. Um, confess something that you've done in front of the mirror when no one else was watching. Hmm. Well, flex done that plenty of times. <laughs> Taking pictures of it too. Um, I have, I do. I was doing a program called 75 hard. And you're supposed to take a picture of yourself every single day. And so I was doing that shirtless in the mirror and taking pictures, which you, you got to remember when you go to show a photo like in your phone to someone and you pop open your, your pictures to make sure that that's not the first thing that someone sees that's embarrassing. Um, so I would say, yeah, shirtless and posing. Mm, this morning I was examining my facial hair. I trimmed it down a little bit shorter. So I was kind of like pulling out my facial hair and looking at that this morning. So doing a closer exam of my facial hair. So those would be the two most recent ones. Okay. I, I mean, I think that's stuff that most people have done. I, I mean, not necessarily all women with the facial hair thing. You're not, you're not looking women. to see how your growth is going. Yeah, in. exactly. <laughs> but sometimes it happens. You get a stray one, like, somewhere. It's like, where'd that come from? So, Get okay. the teachers out, start plucking away. Yeah, those would be the, uh, the two most recent things for me. I've got to do this, guys. Oh, I'm dreading this. Five cards. Uh, Steph, pick a number. I'll let you pick, because I saw the cards. I'll go two. Two. One, two... Oh, come on. I don't know if this is going to do anything. I think we should do a repick. Because, I, again, I didn't go through the cards. Face the wall and pretend you're peeing in a urinal. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. I mean, I'm just going to be standing there. That's kind of boring, don't you think? Uh, no, do the whole motion, too, of like, I don't know. You're looking, you're looking to your left. You're looking to your right. You're looking down. You're looking up. Some guys look up. Some guys are on their cell phone. Oh. I don't get that. I walk into the men's room, and there'll be someone like looking at their text messages while going to the bathroom. Maybe talk to yourself like, oh, what do I have to do today? And go through your agenda of the day while you're uh, pretending to is be that, peeing in your urinal. Is that what guys do? What do or talk to the process of like you're holding it and okay nope. <laughs> that was an aggressive shake <laughs> I don't know how you guys shake oh oh wait hold on you can't see me do you look look down and around alright someone just walked in they're at the urinal to your left okay okay what do you there's now someone there's someone six inches away from you peeing as well a nod at him. You looked and nodded, okay? Yeah. You may look down. You look down. Nice watch. <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs up. Okay, we're done. We're gonna shake it, and we're gonna zip up, and we're gonna go 
back out there and not wash our hands. How'd you, wait? Oh, how'd you, how'd you flush the urinal? Oh, with my foot. You lifted. <laughs> oh, nice suit, Mercedes. There's a lot that goes into using a urinal. Uh, do you have to? Is that how you flush? I use I use my fist. Ew. <laughs> I like Ew. This. I like pound it. I don't grasp it with wait, my hand. Wait, are we talking about the? Wait, wait. You do? Oh, you flush? Oh, okay. flush it. What do you think I meant? So, when oh, you were done, like pounded, shaking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would reach all the way up and try to flush it with my foot. That's why I'm always a foot flusher, oh, no matter cool. what. That was really awkward. That's Never good, mimicked going number one in front of people before. That was really embarrassing. And that was respectable. Was it saying okay? hello to your, your the person next to you? Yeah, you're supposed to say hello, right? It depends on the situation. Sometimes you give a head nod. Sometimes you say nothing. Do you like ever look down and say like? What, is it cold out there or anything like that? I'm not coming on the watch. No. I look down like, oh, that's a very nice watch you have on. Aiden said that looked bad. LOL. <laughs> I don't know how you guys do it. I could have done it in a women's bathroom. But yeah, that urinal thing is very confusing. It just seems so weird that you're standing there in front of each other, relieving yourself, looking at each other. That to me is so awkward. Oh, just try the trough too. Sam Boyd Stadium back in the day, it was like a big trough. You'd walk in. It'd just be like a this big like bucket thing, and ever just go in and stuff. It's so weird. That is so weird. That sounds like something from the 1800s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like someone dug a hole and y'all go in, ready to go to the trough. <laughs> Does anyone remember the Samboy trough back in the day, or was it just me? Yeah, that was a thing back then. But. Oh, I can't imagine like the hazing type of stuff that happened in that trough. Oh, don't you think you drop something in the trough? You drop your phone in a Samboy Stadium trough in the 90s. You pick it up. Well, it's probably one of those giant brick phones, so yeah, why not? You could probably pull, pull it out by the antenna that was like eight feet long. You drop your pager in the trough at Sam Boyd Stadium. Do you pick it up? No, we leave the pager. <laughs> we go to the King of Beepers and get a new pager. <laughs> so simple, but yeah, so awkward that segment is. Oh, man, that was a weird one. Why? It's funny that you picked number two for me, but yet it was all about going number one. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Coming up next, we kick off 60 plus minutes commercial free, and then those tickets for you to go see Justin Bieber. We have them for you at 825. Mix 94.1. Oh, sorry, JC. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> that's all you. Sorry. Um, well, that's the Kid Leroy without you. And his song, Stay with Justin Bieber, is the number three song in the country. And speaking of Justin Bieber, we've got your tickets to go see Justin Bieber. And that's coming up in less than five minutes. I'm so excited to be here. I'm getting ahead of myself. Mm. It's, it's 820, Mercedes in the morning. Um, I was I was actually talking to Steph because I was asking her to put a song in, and I think she's putting it in, in right now. But here's a question, uh, song-related. For anyone who has kids or was a kid, which is all of us at some point, was there a song that your mom used to sing to you? Whether it was like a lullaby or just a song she would sing to get you to relax, or maybe it was a song that you guys loved and she would just sing it around the house. What, what was that song? 702-364-9400. I was, I was reading an interview with Megan Trainer, and she has a little baby boy named Riley, and he is just so cute. He looks exactly like her husband. Like, have you seen the... Okay, not to divert, but have you seen the pictures of... Uh, Coco and Ice T's kid. Oh my gosh, that is, uh, what, that's photoshopped, is it not? No, that's that is real? her child. You guys have got to see this. We not looked at this oh, thing. It's incredible. It's it's insane how a- similar. I mean, they literally did 
uh, control C on Ice T and then uh, a control P where they just pasted it because this little girl looks more like Ice T than Ice T looks like Ice T. It is insane. Where do you see it? I thought it was a spoof. I thought like, oh, is this a new gimmick we're going to do it on social media playing this kind of game? It is. Cr- <laughs> she is adorable, by the she way. She is, but, but she's a mini Ice T. There's no doubt she's Ice T's daughter. <laughs> no one's gonna argue that. No, no tests need to be done. That is Ice T's kid. <laughs> but back to the original Megan Trainer. She was. They were asking her about like what does she sing? Does she sing her songs to him? And she was saying how she just kind of makes up songs based on what they're doing. Like, let's change your diaper. It's time to change the diaper. Stuff like that. And I remember doing that too. I would I would make up songs um, based on what we were doing, but I would do them to current songs. So I thought that was funny. And I asked Sophie last night, I'm like, Hey, do you, do you remember me singing you any songs as a child? Cause I was not really one for lullabies or anything like that. And, uh, she's like, not really a lullaby, but I remember there was one song that whenever you and I were in the car together and you'd buckle me in my car seat and we'd get in, I'd ask you if we could play this song so we could rock out. And you would always turn it on for me. And I was like, I, I'm thinking, I'm like, rock out. I remember her saying, mom, can we rock out? And saying, yeah. But I didn't remember what the song was. No, definitely not this. Was it the Rolling Stones? Not the Rolling Stones. They're coming in concert, by the way. We're going to have your tickets next week. Um, it's this song. by Timbaland and Katy Perry. (laughs) She says, I remember distinctly saying to you, Mom, can we rock out? And I go, we can. She goes, okay, I'll be the girl and you be the boy. So she would sing the Katy Perry part and I would sing the Timbaland's part. We had the whole song. If we ever meet again. And it all came back to me. I was like, I totally remember we would rock out to this song. All the time. That was totally our song. Now, was this pre-Brooklyn era? Yes, this was pre-Brooklyn. It this was is PB. Sophie. It was PB. Yep, it is Sophie in a car seat wanting oh. to rock out. And that was our song, If We Ever Meet Again. Um, and now I'm like obsessed with it because I totally forgot about that song. And I love that she remembered that. Was this like the hot song at the time? How did this, how did this song come to be? Was it big on the radio at the time? I think it must have been. And yeah. I know she was obsessed with Katy Perry. She loved like Cal. California girls and and it was that era I think it was like maybe even teenage dream era she loved she loved Katy Perry and that song she loved the fact that it was a duet Mm. and she had to be the girl so I would be Timbaland and and it just brought back such great memories so what was the song that your mom or your dad used to sing to you do you remember it was it like a lullaby was it a song they made up was it a a song that was big on the radio at that point and you guys that kind of became your song what was it 702-364-9400 my mom didn't do lullabies either and i have no kids that i sing to so i don't don't have i don't have a, a song that i sing did your mom sing you a certain song did my mom? Yeah, to you. Or did you guys sing along to a song when you were a kid? Uh, she sang a Hungarian little rhyme to us. She, whenever she pushed me on a swing, mm-hmm. she'd sing, Hinta, palinta, reggiduna, kishkatona, whoops. That's what she would sing she to me. She's adorable. <laughs> yeah, she, you didn't have any little things that well, your mom would sing to you? I, and I said it before, this song before, but she would sing this song, and, it, and it's 
violent when it comes down to it. But I remember my grandmother would sing it to me too if I was spending the night at my grandparents' house. But it was to, to wake to wake me up in the morning, and it was it was like an army song. But it's someday we're going to murder the bugler. You know, it's an army that they're not bugler. Someday you're going to find them dead. I'm like looking back on it. I'm like, what? What are you singing to me about murdering the bugler who would wake up? You know, the military, the army people, and everything. That's her song she would sing to me. That's so, uh, yeah, I remember you saying that. But That's, you, I've never heard of that before. She would come into, it would be a very soft tone. It wouldn't be like angry singing, but like you break down the words. I'm like, why? I'm going to murder the bugler? Like he's that annoying? Yeah, he's waking me up in the morning, but someday you're going to find him dead. And I don't know if it was a real song or a song my grandmother made up and she sang to my mom and she sang it to me, but that's how she would wake me up on the weekends. Talk about intense. What was the song that, that mom or dad sang to you? 702-364-9400. This text says, I used to sing Grandpa by the Judds to my kids. My Yaya would sing me a song that basically listed everyone in the entire family that loves me. Uncle Peter loves you. Aunt Kathy loves you. Nina loves you. I love this. <laughs> this is so cute. She made it a nice little song and a lullaby. This one says, I'd sing my girl, but instead of singing the words my girl, I'd sing my daughter's name, Michaela. So, um, Michaela, Michaela, Michaela. I guess uh, I'm trying to guess. I have no idea. That's let's, good. You got it there. Yeah. Let's talk to Katie. Katie, what was the song that you sang to your kids or you were had sung to you as a kid? So my song is uh, a song that I sang to my daughter when she was little. Uh, she's 16 now, but at the time when it was a new song, it was Taylor Swift, Never Grow Up. Oh. And... That's a heartbreaking we song. We <laughs> sing that song, and we just heard it on the radio the other day. It was actually on one of my my playlists, um, and it just kind of popped up. And my daughter and I, now she's 16, so we've gone through almost every single phase of that song together. She's just she's applying for college now and getting ready to move out. And it was just like we, by the end of that song, we're both in tears because we just that took us back to so many different parts in her life and our life together and man i it was unexpected we you know the song ends we're both like totally crying and tears like oh my gosh that that love that song i just uh i just made a little video with using that song never grow up by taylor swift with my daughter and we i showed a video of her as a little girl and then boom it switches and here she is walking down the stairs in her prom dress and it's like you listen to the words to that song and it's like you know never grow up stay this little and it's just so it's so heart-wrenching it's such a meaningful song that got me when i saw that on social media i'm watching oh, like, oh how cute how cute oh sophie's beautiful but it's just like what happened? what happened yeah uh let's talk to summer summer Good morning. What do you think? Good morning. Well, I used to I used to stay with my grandparents in the summertime, and I know what it is like to almost murder the bugler because my grandpa was in the military and he used to wake us up with that dun 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 dun. <laughs> I am not even playing with you. So I need to remember the whole song of murdering the bugler because that was so amazing. When I heard that, I was like, oh yeah, I know why. They, they hate him. He's too loud. Yeah, Shut he's waking up. you oh, up. And, and had, oh my gosh! Yeah, they actually. It was horrible. Well, I did some research. The song came out in 1918 by Irving Berlin, and it's it's a real song. And they're singing, "Someday I'm going to murder the bugler. Someday they're going to find him dead. I'll amputate his reveille, reveille, and stomp upon it heavily, and spend the rest of my life in bed." So dark. 
so dark. Wow, that's a that's very frightening. We went from murdering buglers to um, Timbaland and Katy Perry. Yeah, <laughs> we covered the spectrum right there. That is so funny. Looking for caller twenty right now. 702-364-9400. This is so cool. You're caller twenty. You're playing heads up and check out this prize. Yeah, maybe you sing peaches to your child. Yeah. But this will be perfect. We have a pair of tickets to see Justin Bieber at the T-Mobile Arena next February. If you want to go, all you got to do is be caller twenty right now. Pick your category. Pick your partner. And if you get six answers in sixty seconds, you are going to win. Caller twenty. You're playing seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Hey, cheer and bad habits. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning doing 60 plus minutes commercial free. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1. Randa, good morning. You're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Yes. All right. Let's make you a winner. Justin Bieber tickets are on the line. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Hold Your Horses or Popeye's Spinach? Uh, let's go with Hold Your Horses. Okay. Hold Your Horses. It is I Love Horses Day was last Thursday. So these are all things that are related to horses. Who do you want to pick okay. as your partner? Let's go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Randa, here's the deal. You got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to go see Justin Bieber. Ladies, you start now. Um, A little horse is called a... Uh, one Pony. Yes. This is where they stay in. They they, they live Stable. in... Yes. This is... um. You comb their beautiful, long... Mane. Yes. This is what you sit on when you ride a horse. Saddle. Yes. Um, this is like if you go to Del Mar, they have they do this. They, they they go up against each other. They they run a uh uh pass. Okay, pass. Um, this is this is um sometimes you could braid this on their backside. Their hair. What's the hair called? The, the, a pony. Uh, a pony. Pony. Pass. Okay, pass. Um, this is a type of car, a Ford. It's named after a Mustang. Ford. Yes. This is the sound they make. They go, what? Meh. Yes. yes <laughs> this is a sound, too. Ah, you got it. Nice job, Randa. Congratulations. Thank you. Woo. That was great stuff. You got, and you got some time to spare as well. Congratulations. Tickets to go see Justin Bieber. He will be at the T-Mobile Arena in February, his Justice World Tour. Randa, you'll be there. Congratulations. Thank you. Did she lose? Nay. (laughs) The sound effect put it over the top. More winning for you next hour. We have your tickets to the Backstreet Boys. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainor, L. King, Christina Perry. The King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Mix 94.1. That is Justin Bieber. Peaches, he's going to be in town in February of next year. More tickets for you tomorrow morning with Heads Up in the 8 o'clock hour. So are you back on track now? I know this time yesterday you were having uh, some issues. <laughs> I am. I'm totally back on track. I was telling Mercedes earlier that I was just, yesterday was just one of those days where we had off for, for a couple of weeks and just kind of getting back into the swing of things. I It just, it hit me Wednesday morning, late in the show. I was just 
I was I was worn out, tired, exhausted, got home after the radio show, took took a nap and and for me, when I normally nap it's like five, ten minutes. That's I just like go quick, shut down, power up and get going. Yesterday I took a longer nap. It was like almost forty five minutes and I woke up from that nap and I, w- I was turned around. Mentally I was turned around. It, it took me a minute or two to kind of get situated. I woke up thinking, is it is it the weekend? No, it's a weekday. Do I have something to do? No, you got some time. And then I'm thinking, I don't hear my wife. Where's Laura? Oh, that's right. She's out of town. It was just one of those things where I was sleep deprived and turned around when I woke up. And then you mentioned this morning, you've been so sleep deprived that when you've, you've, you've woken up, you don't know how old you are. Yeah, that I mean, that's that hasn't happened to me for a while. But there were times it wasn't even like sleep deprivation. It was more like deep sleep Mm. where you just fall into one of those sleep comas and then i wake up and i'm like what year is it it's like what's a guy rip ran winkle i'm like wow (laughs) who am i what year is it and i actually halfway expect to be in my childhood bedroom so when i see like a window and it's not where the window was in my childhood bedroom. I panic. And I'm like, what just happened? Who am I? And, and so then it takes me a second to realize, okay, wait, the year is 2021. And I'm an adult now. I'm no longer a child. So that's what happens to me. But you were like in sleep deprivation mode. And it was just making you kind of loopy. Yeah. And have you ever done anything when you're sleep deprived? And if so, what was it? Because I look back, I bought a Ford Taurus. Wonderful car. But I wasn't a Ford Taurus guy at the time, and it was... Is there anyone that's truly a Ford Taurus guy that's like, you know... I'm kind of a Ford Taurus guy. I mean, I'm not saying anything against the car because they're very practical cars. But I don't know if anyone ever like identifies as a Ford Taurus kind of guy. <laughs> and they came back and they redid them and they're really cool looking. Yeah. But you, I'm, I'm talking now late 90s, early 2000s version. But it was, I mean, it was a Ford Taurus it was 2002. I was in D.C., and this was before my Red Bull phase. So when I would get home from the radio show, I would just be really exhausted, sleep-deprived, not much caffeine going on. And I remember I woke up from a nap, and I got in my car, and I was doing some errands, and I was driving by a Ford dealership that was literally a mile from my house. And I'm like, I'm going to just stop in and check out some cars. I remember I had, I had a Ford Ranger and a pickup truck, and I loved that truck. And I pulled in there. Next thing I know, I'm driving off that lot in a Ford Taurus. Why? That's I think I think because I was sleep deprived. You were I half really asleep do. and you bought a car. I really do. I mean, I, I consciously remember stuff because at one point I had to leave and for some reason go to the bank and get cash for something. I don't know. They needed cash. I don't know. But I remember leaving and then pulling off the lot, going, "What are you doing, man? Don't go back. You're about to buy a Ford Taurus." But I still went through the motions. I was like, I was with it. But I think if I was fully rested that day, I would not have bought a Ford Taurus. That's uh that that's one of those things that you're like, hmm. If I was in the right state of mind, probably not something I would have done. What was it for you? The thing you did while you were sleep deprived that at any other point in in your day with sleep, you would never have done. But because you were so sleep deprived, you were like, yeah, sure. Why not? (laughs) 702-364-9400. Mercedes, I pulled into the radio station the next day. I got there before the the rest of the morning show, parked my car, went upstairs to the building. And I remember the opening break of the show that day, the, the, the host, his name was Brett. He just, on the air, turns to me, goes, what happened to your truck? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you got a rental down there. I'm like, no, no, I, I bought a car. He goes, no, you're joking. That's a rental car down there. That Ford Taurus, that's a rental. I'm like, no, 
I bought that car last night. And he's like, why'd you buy a Ford Taurus? Like, I don't know. You know how, like, sometimes uh, artists will do, like, collaborations with Target for a special edition of their their um, album. Uh-huh. Like, BTS has the Target special edition. I always thought the Ford Taurus was, like, the rental car special edition. Like, people don't really buy those, right? That's only for the rental car companies. And again, great car. My aunt actually ended up buying one. Roomy. Well-made. But... I just always associated that with rental cars. Yeah, I'm in my mid-20s in D.C. I go from my truck to a, a Ford Taurus. It was like a – it did have a spoiler on the back, so it did look sporty. Oh, oh whoa. <laughs> hey, let's put a spiral uh, – let's put one of these on our minivan. It'll look sporty now. No, that's putting lipstick on a pig, J.C. It didn't look <laughs> – there's no such thing as a sporty Ford Taurus. It just does not exist. And then when I drove – I, I, <laughs> I could put a football uniform on you. You're not all of a sudden a member of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> that's like when, when we wear players jerseys i always like to go up to people and i do it too uh, i wear them too and i'm like are you tom brady <laughs> it's some like 60 year old guy wearing a tom brady jer- you're, uh, you're tom brady no i'm just wearing his jersey oh really oh gosh okay sorry <laughs> i did drive that car when i moved back to las vegas in 05 from washington dc to to las vegas and it was a very nice touring sedan but i think you made the same comment like you rented a car to drive across the country that's impressive that's a that was very cool. Uh, we do silly things when we're sleep deprived. My kids know when I'm sleep deprived, that's when you ask me if you can do things. Because I'm like, yes, yes, go ahead. Yes, go ahead. And I, the next day, they're like, okay, see you later. I'm like, where are you going? You said I could spend the night at my friends. I did? Oh, okay. Well, have fun. <laughs> there you go, kids. Get your parents as soon as they wake up oh, from a nap. Oh, that's never fail. I'll say yes to anything <laughs> if I'm sleep deprived. Up next is the hot three. What do you have for us? All right. Workers are saying they should get paid for the time that they spend doing this. Do you agree? Also, who emits more greenhouse gases, men or women? And what are the top 10 most difficult English words to pronounce? Oh, great. This should be fun. <laughs> we'll tell you all about it coming up next in the Hot 3. I love you. 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. That's Parla Me with Blanco Brown, Just the Way is the name of the song. It's Mix 94.1. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. When you think about all the time that you spend working, do you include your commute? It's time maybe that you are giving up for your job and you are usually not paid for it unless... It's specifically part of the gig. Well, a recent poll asked people if they thought that those hours should count towards a person's working hours. And the results were split. 41% of people said it should count. 41% of people said it should not. And 18% said they don't know. But there are problems with commutes being paid time as a rule. For one, it might make it harder to find a job if you live in a remote area or you want a job closer to your family or a school. And it would be frustrating to lose out on a dream job just because another applicant lives closer. Like you're equal in every way and they're like, oh, you're paid for your commute time. So you're only five miles away from the office and you're 20 miles. So we're going to go with this guy. Oh, that's a good point. I think of that one too. I yeah. I didn't think of that either. I think it should be for like existing jobs. If you if you have your job <laughs> now, then it, let's implement it. But no, I mean, we're very lucky here in Las Vegas because 
for the most part, I know it's not true for everyone, but for the most part, we don't have the commute times like other big cities have, like L.A. or whatever. Yeah. But there are times where I'm driving to work and not so much with us in the morning, but sometimes in the afternoon when we drive to uh, to Channel 8 and I, like I get stuck in traffic and it's like this is a half hour that I'm just sitting here. And not that it's their responsibility to pay me for it, but it's like, it's all for work, you know? Yeah, I did a thing for Channel 8 out at Lake Mead when we're on vacation, and so it took me 45 minutes to get out there, 45 minutes to get back. I'm not complaining. Don't don't get me wrong. Listening to music, kind of getting the mindset of going to do something when I get out there, but that's, you know, an, an hour and a half of my day that was taken to get to the job itself. And sometimes people pay mileage yes, yeah. when you drive, but sometimes they don't. <laughs> so it just depends <laughs> on where you go. All right, a new study just came out that found men emit a lot more greenhouse gases than women do each year. I know we're immature, but we were expecting farts to be the main cause. The study didn't even factor that in, though. Researchers in Sweden looked at how much CO2, methane, and other gases that the average person is responsible for, and men cause 16% more greenhouse gas overall, mainly because guys tend to drive more and use more gasoline. They also found flying has a huge effect. In general, about a third of the emissions the average person is responsible for each year comes from vacations and from travel. Yeah, if you count driving, we're just talking about it. I, I like to just go out on drives on the weekend or have a free time, nothing going on. I'll jump in my car and go for a nice little long-distance drive just for fun. My wife doesn't do that. Yeah, and you're destroying the ozone while you do it. Way Don't to go. tell anyone, Mercedes. <laughs> I'm trying to de-stress and unwind, but I'm actually ruining things for everyone else. All right. So there are words that are definitely more difficult to pronounce than others. Uh, a new online poll listed the 10 most difficult English words to pronounce. And... Um, you know, I'll, I I won't give out number one, but let's go from, uh, we won't do all of them, but like okay. I'll put some of these on the screen Okay. and then we'll see if you guys can say them. Stefan, to bring you in here. This is number 10. Okay. Can I go first? Yeah. Rural. Steph? Rural. 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 That, rural is number 10. Um, they say the way you say it is, ru- this is the phonetic sp- spelling. They have it as rural. 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 I just say rural. I don't, I don't think that one's that difficult. Rural. Um, this is like impossible. So let me make sure I spell it right. Are you nervous, Steph? Yeah. It's like 20 <laughs> letters long. It is. <gasps> oh, no. What is that? It's spelled right? Yeah, that's spelled right. Uh, do, you know, do you know how to say it? Auto, auto rhino laryngologist? Steph? Otorinolaryngologist. Is this what you're allergic to? You talked about yesterday in Two Truths and One Lie? It's like a, an ear, nose, and throat uh, d- doctor. It's uh, otorhinolaryngologist. Uh, wait. laryngologist. Okay. Is I- it geologist or gologist? Laryngologist. Laryngologist. I don't know. It's the, the person that checks out your ears and your nose and your throat. Yes. Okay. Okay. That was number nine. Here's number eight. Colonial. JC. Oh. He's nervous. Colonial. 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 Colonial, you guys. Colonial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Colonial. I love that. <laughs> I got in my head. I looked at the word. I'm like, I don't even know what the word is then after you said that. Okay, how about this word? Wait, how do you go back to the last uh, one? How do you say it? Uh, Colonel. Colonel. Like Colonel yeah. Sanders. Mm-hmm. C-O-L-O-N-E-L. See, I hate that word because <laughs> L, is it silent? Yeah, it's silent. Colonel. Which is so dumb to have silent letters. Why put it in there? Yeah, I mean, if now, it's silent, why put it in there? Why now, include it? Every time I see that word, I'm going to think, oh, that darn L. <laughs> but there's no, there's not even an R. I know. In it. So, so that's where it's like, why is this, why is this Colonel? It's a, it does look like Colonial, but it's Colonel. Dumb word. Okay, next one, number seven. Penguin. 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 Yes, we've all said that correctly. Uh, okay, number six is ironically this word. Uh, Steph, you go first. We don't even see the word yet. Steph, you go first on this next one. Sixth. Sixth. <laughs> sixth. Sixth. <laughs> We're all like really enunciating. <laughs> yeah, it's sixth. The number five is this word. Isthmus. 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 It's isthmus. Use it in a sentence. Like the isthmus of Panama. It's like a landform, the isthmus. Mm-hmm. Oh, what is it? An isthmus. Like it's a geographic area yeah. term. Okay. Uh, <laughs> did, you didn't learn about that in... I'm sure I did. When one in your... I was thinking about playing Nintendo when school was over. Not isthmus. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let me see. The next one. That was number... That was number five. This is the word that no matter how hard I try, I cannot say this word. I cannot say it, so I'm not going to even try. Go ahead. Uh, Animal. <laughs> Anemone. An an enemy. (laughs) (laughs) Anemone. Steph, you got it right. Yay. Say it again. Anemone. Wow. You use it in a sentence, Steph. Uh, uh, So from finding Nori or finding Nemo. Anemone. Like, I live in an anemone. Like those little plants in the sea, right? Yeah, those things. Okay. I heard them. They use that word on the show, tanked. Yeah, I can't. I can't say it. My mouth physically does not say that word. It's the oddest thing. It's, it, I've tried so You're, many try times. Try it. Try it. me. <laughs> I stutter when I say amenonymy. Amenonymy. Your mouth goes on strike when it sees that word. Like, ah, I'm out of here. Hold on. Okay. Anemone. Amenonymy. Amenonymy. I can't say it. I can't say it. Okay. It was number three. That was number uh, four. Okay. We'll quickly get through. No, take, take your time. This is fun. Okay. There's, there's number three. Steph? Squirrel. 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 No problem on that. Here's number two. Choir. 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 My uncle sings in the church choir. Exactly. You guys are killing it. Last one. This is the number one word that is the most difficult English word to pronounce. Worcestershire. <laughs> Worcester. <laughs> Shire. <laughs> okay, I'm doing this because it's phonetically in front of me. Because normally I would say Worcestershire too. I can't. I can't say it. Worcestershire. It's a sauce, right? Yes. Yeah, I hate saying that word. Worcestershire. The end always gets me. Amemony. Amemony. Here's a word that I don't like saying. I'm gonna type it up. We're late. What? Oh, that's not the word. No. <laughs> <laughs> I might have misspelled it. Spelling fast. Conservatorship. He has that shh at the end. I always, every time I say it, in my mind, I'm saying there's a P at the end. There's a P at the end. Oh, you say uh, with a T at the end? In my mind, every time I say it, I'm like, don't say it with a T. Don't say it with a T. That's literally every time. So every time Britney Spears is in the news and we're talking about her conservatorship, 
I'm, I, it's in my mind. I get so nervous when I go to say that word. Yeah, in, in your mind, you're thinking of people like saving your number two. Conserve your... <laughs> <laughs> that was the last yeah, one? Yeah, that's it. Uh, okay, yes, we are late, but here we are in the 9 o'clock hour. We've got your tickets. The Backstreet Boys, a very Backstreet Christmas. Your ticket's right around 940. This hour, we've got your tickets to go to the Backstreet Boys. They've got a holiday show, a very Backstreet Christmas at Zappos Theater, happening in November and December. We've got your tickets. You're going at 940. We were just talking off the air about uh, our DJ school conference that is coming up. It's coming up here in a few weeks. And does every every profession kind of have like a... A convention of people that do the same thing and you get together and you take workshops and you learn about your industry. This is what morning radio people do. It's actually it's called morning show boot camp and radio people from all across the country fly in and there's different sorts of of seminars, the things that try to make you a better air personality, things that teach you about being a better person, air, uh, personality and stuff like that. And it's, we've, we've been going for a lot of years. It was actually canceled last year, but it's back in person this year. So I, I'm pretty excited to go. Like some of the workshops include a radio round table. Um, this one is the women's forum. This one, keys to turning good shows into great shows Ooh. and battle of the bits. And I'm actually doing one of the, uh, one of the workshops. They have me on a, a panel this year and I was looking at it and the, the panel that I'm on is what I learned during the pandemic and how it's changed our shows. That's that's the one I'm on. So. How to make banana bread. That's what I learned. <laughs> it, right. It is, it, it is a really cool thing. There's a producer's panel, and it's also just great to reconnect with other radio personalities. But I think there is like a convention for every industry. The, the World of Concrete was here a couple weeks ago, like just a, a convention on concrete. But this is I'm excited about being there. Like in two weeks, I've been in Chicago. It was virtual last year. Did you watch any of this stuff last year? I did not. I did not watch it last year. Um, I don't know what happened. I just kind of forgot about it, honestly. So I'm looking forward to it. But I was looking at some of these uh, some of these workshops and some of the people on the panels. And I have to admit, I got my my stomach started turning when I saw one of these panels. And it's the panel. Where is it? Oh, here it is. Making the most of change. And it's got a guy from a station in Austin. One of your former co-workers is on this panel, Steph Gina from Channel 93.3 in San Diego. Yeah, I'm excited to meet up with her. Yeah, she's on this panel. Um, our friend Miguel from Hot 101.5 in Tampa Bay. And... The person that I have told you guys is my radio hero, Jamie White from Alice in Denver. I I grew up listening to her. She's been like my radio idol. And we've tried to get her on the show several times. And she always, she always skirts us. She always ignores us. And now here, she's going to be right in front of me. And I was telling my husband this last night. I said, Jamie White's going to be there. I've never been at this conference when she's been there. I know she went one time, but I had to come home early that year. So I missed her conference. I, oh my gosh, what do I do? And he's like, you got to talk to her. You got to introduce yourself to her. I said, no, I'm done. She's, she's, she's ignored me every time we've tried. So I'm not going to say anything to her. And he's like, oh, come on. You got to talk to her. And now I'm nervous. I don't want to meet her. I'm scared. This is day one too. day one, 11 a.m. Chicago time. Now we go back to Jamie White. I shot her an email back in May of this year. 
because you were talking about how she's your hero and you look up to her and I've reached out to her to have her come on the show. No response. Nothing. But it's been several times. Like, Steph, didn't you actually talk to the producer and they said she was too busy or something? I emailed as well. And this was before pandemic, pre-pandemic. And they just, oh, no, I called the front desk and I they led me to her office number or something like that. And they went to voicemail. Yeah, she didn't. So I like I'm nervous. Do you think I should say something or should I just kind of admire from afar? No, definitely go up and say something. I should have influence on your career. I get well, she she knows who you are, so it's not gonna be like you're like a complete stranger to her. So I think you go up and like just let her know that how she's had such a powerful impact on your career, and you, and you listen to her as a kid, and and it's a really cool thing for you to meet her. I think you tell her. I'm afraid to meet my heroes because I what if they're not what you expect them to be. That's that's what makes me scared. I think she's going to be amazing. But what if on the off chance she's not? Then I'm going to be sad. So part of me likes admiring her from a distance. That way I'm not let down. Have you ever met one of your heroes? And was it a good experience or was it a bad experience? 702-364-9400. You just uh, spoke to Chris Martin from Coldplay. Yeah. And you guys talked about it. And you, t- you, you told him. How he, he's one of your heroes, and he's not disappointing. And he brought up a good point. He's like, well, it takes two to tango when it comes to conversation and meeting people. So he gave you some nice compliments. And then you also said, too, and he agreed, too, you can't judge that person as, as Chris Martin said. He used Cher as an example. Uh, maybe Cher's having a bad day. You don't know what happened to Cher that morning, the night prior, what she's dealing with in her mind right now when she meets you. So it's, it's, hard, it's hard not to, but at the same time, don't put that much pressure on it when you meet that celebrity. When he said that, did you get the impression that he had a bad experience with yes, Cher? Yes. I was like, wait, did we just uncover something uh-huh. here? He didn't. What happened with him and Cher? Or did he just pull a name out of the air and like, Cher? <laughs> Have you ever met one of your heroes? Um, so I'm trying to think of like my current heroes. I love our shows. And like Richard Rawlings from Fast and Loud. And you had him call me on my birthday a couple years ago. And he was, he was fantastic. He was, he was so cool. But then I was out doing something with Channel 8. And he was at this event. He was at SEMA. And I'm like, ah, it's Richard Rawlings. And I went up to him. And I wasn't sure he might change his you know, tone, not being on camera and stuff. And he was like the nicest guy ever. I'm like, that's cool. That's You're cool. nice. You don't know. You don't know who I am. He didn't know that we did a birthday thing before. And I'm like, he, he he was cool. Just me going up to him as a complete stranger, which was which was a neat thing to happen. That's yeah, that's good. Have you ever had it though, where you met someone and it was not a good experience, and you had high hopes? You're like, oh, I wish I never would have said anything. Do you have one in mind? I I don't. But there's been times where I don't know. I felt like dumb for being all excited for meeting people like I gosh I'm trying to think there was a there was a singer I can't remember who it was but I remember walking away feeling stupid like oh I fangirled way too much it made them uncomfortable who was it I want to say it was like Sting but I don't think it was Sting I think Sting was just a mellow guy but I was just like oh my god hi Sting (laughs) and he's like hello and I I didn't expect him to be all hype or anything but I do remember feeling really dumb after that (laughs) just like I why was I so enthusiastic I should have taken it down a couple of notches there was a there's a wrestler named Scott Hall he was Razor Ramon in the WWF Scott Hall and and WCW and he was here in town at the MGM Grand Studio 54 at after a big wrestling event and went up to him and he was the nicest guy ever. So sweet. And I put my arm on his shoulder and I'm like, I, I just, you know, just thanks for everything done. I'm a big fan. He's like, yeah, no, you know, no problems. He don't touch my shoulder. I heard it earlier tonight. I'm like, oh, okay. And he's hanging out like in that area. So I had like another beer, go back out to him. I'm like, Hey, remember that one match? And I touched him on his shoulder. Oh. And he's like, 
He's like, don't, don't touch me on my shoulder. I heard it earlier. Went back up into a, to again. I'm drunk. And I'm like, you're just, I mean, this is so cool. And he's like, do we have a problem? I'm like, what? What? He's like, I told you not to touch my shoulder. This is the third time you've touched me on my shoulder. And in my mind, I'm like, Scott Hall is about to beat me up. He's about to take me out. What a cool story to tell my right. friends. <laughs> well, let's talk to Jessica. Jessica, did you get to meet one of your heroes and what happened? Yeah, so Enrique Iglesias um, is my hero. He brought me up on stage, sang hero to me and kissed me, and he'll forever be my hero. Oh, my gosh, and he was singing hero to you, like literally hero. That's amazing. I know he does that for, like, he'll pick someone out of the audience for most of his shows and sing to them, and you were the one that he chose. Were you embarrassed? Like, did you? what did you do? Like, I wouldn't know where to look. Like, do I look at him? Is that going to make him feel weird? Where do I look? (laughs) So my biggest freak out was that I was wearing heels, and I was on, like, one of the risers, and one of my heels was on the riser, and the other that one was like hanging off and I thought and my legs were shaking and I thought I was gonna fall off. Oh, no, could you imagine? Like, I can be your hero, baby. And he would, he would be my savior for falling. <laughs> That's amazing. That uh, this text says, I'm a dancer and I met Robin Anton at the old peep show at Planet Hollywood. I couldn't not say hi. And she was so lovely. I like hearing that. I like hearing the lovely stories. Yeah, the cool stories. Yeah. Why well, say you go up Mercedes? When we get out there to boot camp, it's day one. Walk up to her and be like, what? If not, Steph and I will say something. No, you got to promise me. You guys will not say anything. You guys have to make a promise right now on the air that you will not say anything. Please. One second, stand by. Oh, are you telling me to stand by? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> One second, stand by. I can't make that promise. No, I honestly can't make that promise because Mercedes, if JC comes and dares me, I no. might do it. All right, guys, please don't. I'm begging you. I'm oh begging God. you. I'm begging you. Please don't say anything. We're gonna do it live on Facebook. No. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. After the panel, I will we'll go up cry. to her. I will cry. <laughs> Remember how I was when Jocelyn brought pumpkin seeds into the station? Yes. That will be my reaction. I will cry. Seriously, you're, no, we won't make it awkward. But when this goes down, no. just be paying attention to Thursday, August twelfth on Facebook. We we go live. It'll be it'll happen fast, and let's do it. Steph, let's just not even tell Mercedes, but film the two of them. Oh, I'll you know be what? so nonchalant too, Mercedes. I'll sneak it right in. I am uh, all of a sudden not feeling well, and I don't think I'm going to be able no, to make the trip. This Luckily, so good. I have not bought my plane ticket. I'm not going. This is going to be so good. Okay, I was playing back. Backstreet Boys right there because we've got your Backstreet Boys tickets this hour right around 940. Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending Woo! on Mix 94.1. Okay, Seattle Kraken and Vegas Bourne are trending this morning. The NHL's newest team, the Seattle Kraken, they selected 30 players, one from each club, with the exception of the Golden Knights, on Wednesday in the 2021 NHL expansion draft. Ultimately, Seattle picked 12 defensemen, 15 forwards, and three goaltenders. Each NHL team had certain players who were protected from the draft. Some of Seattle picks include Yanni Gord from the Tampa Bay Lightning, Junis Donskoy from the Colorado Avalanche, and Mark Giordano from the Calgary Flames. So the Kraken will kick off their inaugural season on the road against our very own Vegas Golden Knights on October 12th. We made our predictions earlier, and I said the team's going to stink the first season. I think that they're going to be decent. I, I don't think they're going to have the run that Vegas did, but no. I think they're going to be decent. I They still still have time to settle their lineups. I think their, their lineup's going to change a little bit before 
they take the ice. I, I say they're going to have a losing season. So you think they'll have a winning season? Oh, that's really tough. I don't know. Uh, yes, I do think they'll have a winning season, but not as winning as our first season. Yeah, there's no they're Stanley not, Cup run. Yeah, no. they're not going to go to the Stanley Cup. The, we gotta, these, we, these words are going to come back and haunt us. I just know it. Because we, we I got to find We had the words when we first announced our hockey team and joking around like, watch us go to the Stanley Cup. Oh. I know. I remember that. And What's the like, Golden what Knight? The heck? <laughs> I know. Who's Boba Fett on our <laughs> um, Also trending this morning is Simone Biles with just a few days to go before the uh, Olympic gymnast start competition in Tokyo. Simone Biles' dominance is getting some social media recognition. Twitter launched a new GOAT emoji aka greatest of all time specifically for the 24 year old olympian yesterday the tiny illustrated goat is wearing a red leotard with a gold medal around its neck biles is the first olympian to receive a custom emoji from twitter it's going to populate automatically when twitter users post messages with the hashtags simone biles or simone through the olympic games which kick off tomorrow continue through august 8th she's also the first female to ever receive her own goat emoji following in the footsteps of male athletes like tom brady and patrick mahomes it's it's a really cool uh, emoji a thing that they did i'm gonna i have some goat trivia i'm gonna see if you can get this so, okay. so when the ford bronco was first introduced it was called, they called, the Ford called it the goat. Why did they call it the goat? The Ford Bronco. Um, the 60s, 70s, they called it the goat. The Ford Bronco was called the goat because goes uh, off a track. Goes over anything. So very close. Uh, good for you. That's good. You're right on track. Oh, that was good. I, yeah, I had no clue. I was going to say something about OJ, but then you said 60s or 70s, <laughs> and I was like, okay, maybe not. Go, OJ. <laughs> and then finally this morning, Taco Bell is trending. They are offering everyone in America a free Flamin' Hot Doritos Locos Taco today. It's part of their NBA comebacks promotion during the NBA Finals. Thanks to the Milwaukee Bucks and their comeback win in Game 6 of the NBA Finals, anyone redeeming a free taco via the Taco Bell website, app, or in the restaurant. We'll be able to enjoy a free Flamin' Hot Doritos Locos Taco all day today. Free tacos are available while supplies last. And keep in mind, a couple of days ago, they announced that they were having supply chain issues. So you may want to get that sooner than later today. And that is what's trending. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.